So we discussed um, yesterday. We kind of went through the fourteen, the fourteen things that um, were <coughs> fourteen uh, dine avelos, and then we discussed whether they applied to menuda or a mitzera as well. Now um, we're really starting a totally new sugya today. I'm a rava. We're on the uh, fourth line down at the top of Tezayin Amud Aleph. And Rashi just is quick to point out, we're going to get into the, the concept of Menuda over here. So Rashi says, So we're dealing with Menuda, our Mishnah run in Menuda, so we're going to talk about the Hilchas Nidoi. So to frame that, okay, what is Nidoi? So we said it's like Cherem. We use the following terms somewhat loosely. We'll discuss, we'll try to differentiate between some of these terms. Menidoi, Shamta, Cherem, right? So what are these things? So in general, okay, there are 24 things the Rambam lists in Hilchas Tamatera. Now, there are 24 things that he goes through. We are not going to go through all 24. However, just a couple that we touched on in our Gemara. Number one, Okay, if you uh, disgrace, you insult a, uh, a, a Chacham, even after he's dead, they will put you in, you can get put in Cherub. Those would be two of them, okay, etc., etc. And uh, number three is Number four is Right? You're, you're summoned to Bezdin and you don't show up. And there's 21 other things, wide ranging, wide ranging categories of things you could put into. This is Nidui. Now, just so we understand the basic idea that. Okay, so Chet said, "Who Rambam says, "Oimer plenty yebeshamta." Okay, mahu aminog sheyinahe gamanuda. We touched on this yesterday in the brisa. That what is so? How does he conduct himself? Sheyinahe gamanuda ba'asma v'shenayegin imay. So how do what's he supposed to do, and what how are we supposed to act towards him? Okay, how does he conduct himself? How do we act? Menuda asr lesaper. This is the Rambam again in Talmud Torah. Um, Perak Zayin, Menuda Asr Lesaper, he's Asr to uh, take a haircut, Lechaves, Ka'avel, he's like an Avel, Klimei Nidoya, Ve'im Zamanin and Olav, Ve'loi Ko'ilin Aisai Ba'asara, he doesn't count for a minion, Lechadav HaShatzar HaChatzar, Ve'loyoshvim Imai Ba'ar Ba'amas, you're not allowed to be close to him, you can't be within his Dalai Amas, you can't hang out with him. Alvo Shoyin Hula Acherim, he could be a Rebbe, Ve'shoyin in Loi, and you do teach to him, and Iskar V'Seicher, Okay, you do business with him. You could hire him. They may speak to you. Bezin Shochan, we saw yesterday, they'll put a stone to show that he is not, he did not die in the good graces of the Chachamim. Okay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now, so that is Nidu. Yoyser Allah, what's the next category? And we'll see, I think we touched on it yesterday. We said Rashi uh, through Ranchburg yesterday. We discussed it that if it's after 60 days, so then Yoyser Allah, Hamukhram. So that is Mukhram. Now, it was interesting that the Rambam here said plenty by Nidui, plenty Yebashamta. Really, Nidui is one thing, and I guess the Rambam's arguing, but, but the way we understand that Shamta, um, and we'll speak this out here, that the, the, the Mepharshim say that Shamta is a Lashon of Klala. So it's like Nidui plus a Klala. Shamta means shame, it's, 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 uh, it, it comes to reference shame or, sh- or shame Misa, Allah. So it's a curse. We're cursing the guy that he should die. So it's nidui, so the, the, halachically it's nidui, but it's with an added kicker of a curse as well. Um, now, so that is nidui and shamta. And what is mukhram? What is cherem? Mukhram, yeser alav ha mukhram, shainala cherem. So a mukhram can't teach others. We don't teach him. He can learn on his own. So he doesn't forget it. You don't do business with him. Right? So you don't hire him. You don't. 
uh, work for him. You don't do business with him. All you allow him to do, we saw this yesterday, is sell some water in the shuk, right? Basic, basic bare minimum necessities, but in every other way, okay, um, in every other way, so that is the base. in every other way, we basically, he's persona non grata. So that is the general idea here. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of halachas. So now let's talk about um, Nidui, and let's talk about how it applies specifically to, like we saw, the case number four of the Ramam's 24, which is Misha Shalchalai Bezdin, Vekavalu Zmanvalai Ba. So now, Amar Rava, fourth line. How do we know that you have to send a Shliach, Meshadrin and Shlicha, the Beidina? Okay, how do we know that you send the Shliach of Mizamnin Ladina and you, you summon the defendant or the person, the perpetrator here, that you summon him to come to court. So what does it mean that you send the shliach? So this is actually, Machalikas Rishonim here, what does it mean? That um, some Rishonim say that it's actually a heter, that the Rosh Bezdin or Bezdin doesn't have to go, one of the Dayanim don't have to go and actually tell this guy, you gotta come to court. But it's a heter saying that they are allowed to send the shliach. Or the other one is that, that's, that's, one, um, that's, one, uh, that's, that's one thing. That's one way of learning this. Or how do we know that there's a shliach? Meaning, how do we know that the defendant doesn't have to show up until they send him a summons? Okay? That if he finds out about it, that there's some issue, some other, other, other sort of way, that he doesn't have to go there? No, he waits for the shliach to come. That's another way that they explain it. Okay? So again, how do we know we send the shliach? However, that, whatever that means. The Pasuk says, we see by, by Yishlach Moshe, by Kairach, by Yishlach Moshe, okay? And Moshe sent... A messenger to tell Dustin Avira, you guys, right? You guys are starting up. How do we know that you actually summon them to Din? So we see again, he summoned. Okay, we'll see that in a second over here. But the point is that we see that Moshe said, come to Din. How do we have to know that you have to. You have to how do we know that you have to inform them? You have to show up in front of so-and-so judge, judge so-and-so, the court of so-and-so, right? This is a grava rabba to go ahead. How do you know you have to do that? So we see there Moshe was summoning them to judgment in front of Hashem. So we see from the fact that we said lefnei Hashem, you have to be aware of exactly coming gava rabba. Okay, again, because, and we'll see in Nidui that you could maybe get out of it earlier, but either way you have to be mefayes, you have to be mefayes, so it's the person who is who did the act, let's say, Nazifa of a Chacham, he has to go ahead and be Matthias him. So I have to basically know what I'm up against. Who's the judge of the person that's now going to put me in Cherem? That has to, we have to list the name judge in front of the honorable judge here, it happened to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu. At Uplanaya. Now, how do we know that's saying that you have to invite all of the parties to Din? Okay? And the way the Ritva explains this is that the defendant, when you summon the defendant, you have to go ahead and say, so-and-so is the plaintiff. He is the person who is bringing you, he has the following taina, he's bringing you to court. Okay, so how do we know? How do we know that? So again, when they went ahead and summoned Karach to, to court, so they went ahead and said, by the way, you're coming with Aaron, so now we see what the issue is. There's a you and Aaron issue, right? You're speaking out against the Kuna, there's a you and Aaron issue, you don't think it's supposed to be his. So, you're the defendant, he's the plaintiff, etc. Now, the Mepharshim and the Paisum actually discuss whether, whether or not you have to send the complaint as well. Couldn't you just go ahead and say, Plenty Shmini is summoning you to court, show up on this and this date, or do you have to say on the following matter, because whether or not, and it's telling them whether or not you have to prepare 
right? We want to make sure that you have your arguments prepared for you know what the time is. So you, number one, you have to know what the person is. And then number two, it's like I said, a machlikis, paiskim, whether you have to summon them to tell them what, what the complaint itself is. Okay, so the kavinan zimna, how do we know that you have to set a fixed time? So again, the chsev machar. It says over there in the pasuk by karach machar. Zimner baser zimna. So how do we know that if you don't listen to the first hazmana that you send another hazmana? The chsev karusham parei melchmetzaim she'ein hevir hamayed. Okay, that refers to that it was the second time that the navi is saying that parei melchmetzaim was summoned, and it's she'ein hevir hamayed. That means the second time. So we see that again. There's a second time. Menalon di mispaker b'shlicha debedina. That if the the person who is being summoned insults, or is mavaz, or the shliach bezdin, va'asi va'amar, and the shliach comes and reports back to us, lo'i mischazi kalish Meaning, how do we know that the shliach bezdin comes back and says, this guy, he started up with me, he, he slammed the door in my face, he threw rocks at me, okay, he wasn't interested in hearing what the bezdin had to say, that he's allowed, the shliach's allowed to go ahead and report back to bezdin, and it's not considered lashon hara. Where do we know that? Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, ha'ene ha'anashem tenaker right? That whoever Moshe sent came back and reported back, they, they came back and said that, um, that Kerech said, we'll, we'll poke out their eyes. We'll poke out our eyes before we'll actually come to Bezdin. Okay, so we see that since this was reported back, we see that the Shliach is allowed to report back. Again, and the Mepharshim explained because Bezdin needs to know what type of person they're dealing with. Is this, is this a belligerent guy? Or is he coming passively to Din? Right? We have to know how to deal with the guy. So therefore, we allow the Shliach to go out and report the unvarnished truth, no matter how bad it may be. How do we know that we put that we put a guy in Cherem who doesn't come? As the Pasuk says, that Meroiz should be cursed. Now we'll have to see who Meroiz is. refers to in the Zman of, of Barak over here. Okay. okay. So how do we know that we have to um, name the person who's responsible, responsible for putting you in Cherem? So again, Amar Meroiz, Amar Malach Hashem, Malach Hashem was the one that put Meroiz in Cherem. How do we know that, now here we go, right, Nidui, how do we know that we'll put a guy in Cherem? So how do we see there's something past Nidui? Right, a double curse. So we see that there's something after the original curse, which would be Nidui, there's Cherem. How do we know that if someone eats, so someone violates the cherem, not the person who was put in cherem, but someone else goes and eats with him. He hangs out with him. He stays with, he goes with him down Amos. You're not supposed to, like we said, we spoke out in the Rambam. So we see that it wasn't just Meroiz that got cursed, but rather the inhabitants of Meroiz as well. How do we know that you publicize what the chet was? Okay, that um, that uh, B- uh, Barak was was mefarate the the um, the chait of Meroiz. So Kiloi Bo as was Hashem over there. Vamar Ula Badalmeya Shapuri Shamte Barak al Meroiz. That Barak put Meroiz in a harem with four hundred shayfers. Iga da Amri Gavarabahava. Now who was Meroiz? Some say he was a great great person. Iga da Amri Kaichvahava. That he was a star, a mazal. Right, he was one of the mazalays. Shenemar as the pasuk says, Min Hashemayim Nilchamu Akaichavim. Okay, so either way, either a person was put into Cherem or, uh, or a constellation or a star or a mazel was put into Cherem. Next, how do we know that Bezdin has the capability to go ahead 
and the mafkarid is in the chasim. The guy doesn't show up or whatever. Let's say the guy shows up and they rule against him. How do, how do we know that Bezdin can go ahead and take his nechasim? The pasuk So Ezra called everybody up and he was, right, mass, mass movement at the times of the second base of Mikdash and he said, whoever doesn't come up, Okay, that basically that Bezdin is taking away all his Rechushai. Right, he will be, again, persona non grata, and we take all his stuff. And actually, Rashi says here, we learn from here that, we learn from here that uh, this is the, the Hefker Bezdin, Hefker Mehacha Nafkam Bechol Duchti. We see here the concept that Bezdin, Hefker Bezdin, Hefker Bezdin, we see this concept. And, um, um, there's a there's a um, there's a, a question that's asked. They ask over here that there are other makiris for bezdin hefker bezdin, right? That we discussed at the times Yeshua. The times of Yeshua, we learn it from there that we saw that they went ahead that Yeshua and Elazar had the ability to move property around. Why? Because hefker hefker bezdin hester. So now we have two makiris, which is an interesting way to think about it. And I think we touched on this in Shkalim something jogs my memory when we talked about Chaim over there. But um, the idea that th- we need two Makairis because there's two things that when we say Bezdin, Hefker, Bezdin, there's two things it's doing. Number one, it's taking it out of one person's Rishas and number two, it's putting it into the other person's Rishas. And therefore, there's two Makairis to affect both sides of that. Not only can Bezdin, it's easy to say Bezdin says, okay, you have no rights to it anymore, but the fact that they could actually make it someone else's possessions, okay, is the double, that's the double effect of Bezdin Hefker Bezdin, and that's why there's two Makaris. Umanon did not Sinon. How do we know that we contend with them, right? We fight with them. Meaning, this is supposed to be an argumentative process. For like Tinon, we curse him out of Machinon, we hit him, and we pick, his, pick at his hero. We make him swear that they won't do it again. I will contend with them, right? Again, it's supposed to be contentious. Okay, it's not supposed to be a nice, gentle proceeding. We gotta, we gotta really rough the guy up. Right? So we see that you do all these things. You make them swear. You pick up their hair, etc., etc. How do we know you tie their hands and feet and you tie them up for Malkus? We chase them. What that what is the, when we said Sharushe, right, we said, where do we know that you do Hadafa? We chase him, that's Hadafa. My Hadafa, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Okay, that Hadafa, when we say we chase him, it means that number one, we put him, this Nidoy for 30 days. Okay, so again, we see this, we spoke about this yesterday, that there's Nidoy for 30, Nidoy for another 30. We, we renew it if he still doesn't listen. And that after 60 days, we'll actually go ahead and put him in. Cherub. Okay, that's the more Chamer Dika one is the Cherub. Okay. Amalei Rav Huna Barev Chenina Hachi Amar Rav Chista Rav Chista said the following Masrim Basheni Vechamisha Basheni that you have to go in and warn the guy that we're going to put you in Cherub. You get three warnings Monday, Thursday, Monday. Now, Hani Mila Mamoina Abo Laap so we said there's 24 things that a guy can be put could be nidui on, so it depends what it's for. If it's a mammonistic issue, you're right, then we warn him that if he doesn't pay up or doesn't show up to Bezdin or whatever it is, that he's going to be put in, he's going to have this nidui. However, la'afkirusa, okay, that is, Rashi says, that is talking about mevazah tamidei chachamim. 
So if it's a covet thing, you're Mavazel Tamar Chacham, then we don't even warn you. It's immediate. Now, we're going to see some stories over here. So there was a certain butcher that insulted Rav Tubi Barmasna. So Abai and Rava got together with Shamtuhu. They put him in Cherem. Okay, this was a Nidui with Hashamta. Again, we discussed the different Lashainas. Could be with a curse. Okay, he went ahead. The butcher went ahead. And he made good with this uh, person who he insulted. With Rav Tubi Barmasna. So Amar Abai, right, right away, immediately. Oh boy. Okay, So to, to go ahead and allow him to, to release him from his nidui hasn't been 30 days. Stam nidui, like, like Naziris, is Islam and Yom. It's not 30 days. So if we don't release him, right? everybody needs meat. People want to go to the butcher. It's the only butcher in town. And we're in a quandary over here. It's not 30 days, but at the same time, the guy made good. So re- realistically, right, we should look for a hatter. <coughs> so he said to Ravidi Bar Oven, what will what, what you do over here? So he said, B'shem Shmuel, that is Tut, the shayfer, that Asr is the shayfer that allows, meaning the same way you put him in Cherem, you could take him out of Cherem. It's not dependent on the passage of 30 days. So sorry, okay, that's, that's true that Shmuel said that, but that was only for Mammon. Right? We see here, when we saw on Azmana, we were going to treat, depending on what the offense was, if it was a monetary offense, we're going to warn him. Also, we have another hetero over here, which is we'll let him out early. But if it's for being Mavazat Hamad Chacham, which is the case over here, you need 30 days. Okay, so one second. So just one thing quickly over here, that, and just to, just to, um, just to go ahead um, and speak this out. So we see here that the Gemara is being machalic between whether he was put in cherem, meaning stam, nidoy is 30 days. If he was nidoy for 30 days, uh, if, if he's mafias, right? If he, if he takes care of whatever the issue was that we put him in nidoy for, can we let him out early? Sounds like from Raman, yes, but for Afkirus and Mavazan Hamad Chacham, no. The Shulchan Aruch, however, says that if you're Mephias him, that you could, it's not, we, we don't pass on like Abaya. The Shulchan Aruch brings down and says that even La Alter, right, you can go ahead and release him. Alma Kosavar Abaya. But what do we see? Abaya Taka holds. Abaya Hani Beit Tlosa de Shamidu. So we're going to see some dinim in regards to Nidu over here. If three people put him in Cherem, Layasa Tlosachrinia for Okay, you can't just uh, summon a new Bezdin. You need to go back to that original Bezdin of three that put you in, that, that, that put you in Cherem, and you have to, you can only get out of it from them. The Ibayalu, because this was asked as a Shaila. Can three others come and let him out of the Nidoi? And we're going to cover this tomorrow. That, uh, but we see from the Bryce over here that if you were, you were Menuda, right? You were put, well, we'll just use the idea of being put in Cherem, which is a general term. It doesn't necessarily mean Cherem, but let's we'll just use it for simplicity purposes. If you're put in Cherem by the Rav, then Menuda the Talmud. Right, it's a real cherem, and you're going to be minoda. It's going to be an effective ban, right, where everybody has to stay away from you. Minodola Talmud. However, if you were put into cherem by the Talmudim, ain't a minodola rav. It doesn't have the strength to affect <coughs> one level up. Okay, minodola iroi. If you were put into cherem by the bezin of your city, then minodola iracheres. That's a real ban. They have shlita over you. They have power over you. Minudala iracheres. Okay, if an out of town, it's like uh, getting a bill for an out of town, you know, an out of state offense. You treat it with a little less severity. They don't know where I live. What's their, uh, you know, is there nexus? Could they really sue me over here for the lawyers in the room? Right? It's a state offense. Do I really want to pay my other state taxes? I don't know. I don't live there. Why should they take my money anyways? Okay, minudala iracheres. It's not as severe. Any minudala iray. Minudala nasi. 
Again, if you are put in cherem by the nasi, tippy top, then you're in cherem to everybody. Just because you're put in cherem doesn't mean that you can't interact with the nasi. It's not necessarily effective. There, So that is, okay, that's one Right. And this is why we brought it in over here because Rashim Gamil says that if one of the people that were part of the Bezdin and he dies, ain't a muffer. Now, this is coming off of the fact that we said that you need the original three people. So this fits in. You need the same people that put you in Kerem to take you out. So if one of the three dies, so someone can't just step into his place and now join the other two to let you out of the class. So we see three things. Shlamina, Talmud, Shanida, that a Talmud that puts somebody in Cherem, Talmud Shenidu Lechvaydai, Niduyav Nidui. Okay, that we, we're going to learn from here that, right, what did we say? We said, Minudal Rab, Minudal Talmud, Minudal Talmud, Minudal Rab. So we see that a Talmud can go ahead, meaning if somebody, the person that you insulted can go ahead and put you in Cherem. A Rab, right, somebody who is a Talmud Chacham can put a regular person in Cherem. So we see a second din over here that each person can only be made for his own chalik. Okay, nobody else could step in, step into the bezdin that put him in chalik. If there were three, the original three have to be the only ones that could undo the ban. Okay, that could undo the chalim. However, we hold that any three can come. So the halacha is that, no, not like Abaya, right? In all fronts. We said not like Abaya, the fact that you could let him out early, even if it's for, even if, if, if the offense was not monetary, but was for insulting a Tamachacham. We see the halacha is that another three people, you don't need the original three to go ahead and get you out of it. Now, there is a machlikis, Rambam and Rivet over here. These other three, can they just be anybody's? The Rambam says, They could be anybody. So we're poskening like Amem are not like Abaya. Could be any three. And the Rambam is saying, However, the Ravid says that, no, they have to be chashuvim. They have to be chachamim, chashuvim. Okay? Ke'elu, they have to be on the similar or same level as the ones that put you in Cherem then in order to get out. Now, how could you, Amemar, say that another three people can let you out? What do you mean? Rabbi Shalom Leel said that if one person dies, he's stuck. Nobody, nobody can step into his place to release you from the chayrim. My love, ain't a mufar klau. So, says, No. You're right. One person can't step into the existing three and solve the problem, but a new three can come and let you out. Okay, so how long is Nidoi? That is 30 days. Like we already said that the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, that if you take care of what you're supposed to take care of, we can let you out earlier. But we see that Nidoi is 30 days. Nizifa is like a slight or an insult, meaning it was, it's not an official ban, but when you were shown by an Adam Chashem, we're going to see a lot of stories of this now, good part of the rest of the Daphne. We're going to talk about this as the concept of Nizifa. Okay, which means somebody voices their displeasure at you, but doesn't actually put you in cherem. So then, nizifa is zayin yamin. Even though there's not an exact raya to the fact that we know that nizifa is zayin yamin, where do we see? Shinemar, as the Pesach says, Okay, keep this in mind. We're come back to this at the end of the daf. That by Miriam, when she went ahead and spoke Lashon Hara about Tzipayra, uh, so she, right, so she was put, Moshe pled on her behalf, and basically because we see that she, right, HaKadosh Baruch Hu certainly voiced, or 
Kaviyachal voices displeasure. And Miriam, if her father, if a, if a woman's father would, were to spit in her face, that is a concept of Nazifa, that she would at least be, she would be ashamed for seven days. So too, so too, over here, that, and B'nai Israel waited for her, that there was, she was uh, seven days. So we see the concept of Nazifa, seven days. Amr Chista. By the way, this is an Eretz Yisrael. So in Eretz Yisrael, Stam Nidoi is 30 days, and Nizifa is 7 days. However, Nidoi Shelanu, our Nidoi is Knezifa Shelahem, like their Nizifa. So everything in Babel gets downgraded. Nidoi is only Zion days, Nizifa, how long? Ben Nizifa did who? Shiva, Vesulai, really? So Nizifa is only 7 days? So now we're going to have some stories over here. So Rav Shimon Bar Rebbe, son of Rebbe, and Bar Kapara, so Shimon and Rav Kapara have a Yasvik Agarsi, Kashul So they were having a tough time figuring out the Sugya. Amar Le Rav Shimon Le Bar Kapara, that was at Sarach Rebbe. This needs my father, this needs Rebbe. Amar Le, what did Bar Kapara respond to Rav Shimon? Umar Rebbe, Oymer Bedavazeh. Nah, even Rebbe, he's not going to know this. Okay, he's not going to, Rebbe's not going to help us. Your father's not going to help us on this Sugya. Okay, Amar Le Lavua, Rav Shimon told his father with the events that occurred. Now Rashi points out to say that makes a point to say, Lefitumai. Okay, he wasn't going ahead and uh, snitching on him. He was tattletaling. Lefitumai, his father asked him what happened that day and he just kind of related over the events. By the way, a funny story happened with me about Kabara today. Velav Mishum Lishna Bisha. It's not in the category of, of, of Lashon Hara. Um, and actually, the Chafetz Chaim comes to speak about this because you're not allowed to say, even Lefitumai, you're not allowed to go ahead and say something negative about, about something you could tell over that occurs. He says, no, that he was only, he was doing it uh, to, basically to test him, to make sure he was of character. Okay, there are answers given to this, but it's a very interesting Rashi. Ikbin. Okay, so now Rebbe was upset at Bar Kapar. Also, Bar Kapar lists Chazuyale. Now, fast forward, Bar Kapar comes in front of Rebbe. Amarle, Rebbe says to him, Amarle, uh, Rebbe says to Bar Kapara, Bar Kapara, any makircha my olam. He looks at him and he goes, who, who are you again? So he comes to come learn from him. He says, I, I don't know who you are. Basically, right, I'm not interested in having anything to do with you. Okay, yada denaka milsa bedaite. Okay, so again, Bar Kapara realized that Rebbe was upset at him because of, the, uh, because of what he said to his son, nang nizifa benafshei taltin yoyim. Right, that's what we want from here. We see that he went ahead and he, nang nizifa, right, he stayed away for 30 days. So how could you tell me nizifa is dying days? Next story, Shafamachar, Gazer Rebbe, Shalai Yishanel Tamidim Beshuk. Rebbe was Geyser that you shouldn't teach Torah in public. My Darish, why? Because the Pasuk says, Chamuke Yerechayach, we had this, um, we had this not too long ago, we had this in Sukkah, at the end of Sukkah, Chamuke Yerechayach, Kemoy Chaloim. Okay, that Yerechayach means your hidden thoughts, meaning referring to Torah should be hidden like jewels. My Yerech Beseser, just like the thigh is supposed to be the Seser, after Beseser, Beseser, Yatser, Rebchia, Beshanel, Shnei, Bnei Echav. He taught it to his two nephews, Bashuk. Lerav, Velerav Barachana, and Rav, we're going to have to know this soon, but uh, <laughs> Rav's parents were both father and mother, they were stepbrother and stepsister, were both brother and sister to Rav Chia. So Rav was Rav Chia's nephews two ways. Okay? You get through the family tree. Rashi speaks it out. Lerav Barachana, he was only his nephew one way, just from a, a brother. Shama Rebbe the Ikbid. Okay, but the point is that Rav Chia went ahead and he taught Torah publicly. Rebbe said not to teach Torah publicly. And Rebbe was upset. Asr Rav Chia is chazuyale. Rav Chia showed up in front of Rebbe. Amar Aya. So Rav Chia, okay, he called Rav Chia Aya. Now we've had this before. The Gemara discussed, we had this, um, that uh, Rav Chia, there was an, they were trading insults back and forth. Okay, and he called him Aya because uh, the Gemara said, I think it was in Megillah, right? Tainus or Megillah? Was, wasn't Megillah? 
Okay. Um, that we said over there that he couldn't, that Revchia, right, we said Revchia, uh, yeah, it was Megill. We talked about Birchas Khanim. That Revchia, there was trading insults, and he said he couldn't even say his own name. Oh, right. right. with the hey and the ches. So over here, so he's calling, he's insulting Revchia by saying ayah, right? Somebody who can't say cheses. Now over there we said hey, but here he's saying ayah, right? Ayah. Okay, the zil's on. His name, mikare l'chabachutz. Okay, which is a way of saying, get out of here. Mikare, who, somebody's calling you outside. Okay, get, basically get leave. You're not welcome here. Okay, so again, 30 days. That's our kasha. We said Nazifa Zayin Yom, and we have two stories with Rebbe that say 30 days. Now, beyond Tilton, Shalachle, Rebbe actually sent to Rebbe, and he sent him, and he said, Tahadar, come back. Then Shalachle, Delelesi. So first, after 30 days, he said, come, come before me. And then he actually sent, five minutes later, he sends another Shalach, he says, okay, tell Rebbe he can come back. And he says, another Shalach saying he can't come back. So why did he change his mind? Why did he first say come and then he say no, don't come? So the Gemara says, "Summer mixes him kekula the safe. Meikara summer mixes him kekula the safe. Summer leyamina mixes him kekula." Okay, whether we have to wait out the full thirty days over here, and therefore he's like, ah, "Actually, you know what? We don't say mixes him kekula on nizifa, and therefore, right? There's no public halacha on nizifa, so there's no public." He said, "Nah, actually, we have to wait the whole time." So he sent the second sheikh to tell him, "Don't come yet." The safe asa lemai say he came on the thirtieth day. Amalei amayasis, why did you come? Amalei, you know why I came? The shalach limar the lacy. So, so Rechia says, because you, Rebbe, you sent a shayach to tell me to come. Rebbe says, what do you mean? I sent you another shayach to loy, Taisi. I only got one of these messages. I didn't get the second one saying not to come. So Rebbe called him, Okay, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, uh, it will, will, um, it will help your wish come true, meaning since you wanted to come in front of me, so something magically happened to that second shayach. My time of Mar Hachi. Okay, so now, now Rebbe challenges Rebbe Why were you teaching Torah in public? Amr Rebbe says, the chsev chachmas bachotz teravena, or taroina. That, the chachma, meaning referring to Torah, should be sung, taroina is a sheer sung outside. So we see, you should supposed to teach it publicly. Amr Rebbe said, e karisa le shani. So you don't know what you're talking about. If you read, okay, if you, you didn't learn. Im shanisa le shalishta, right? You didn't learn it over again. You don't know what you're talking about. Im shalisha le pir shalacha chachmas taroina kidarava. That one, what is the Pasuk saying that chachma bachotz taroina? It doesn't mean you should teach Torah. Publicly, but rather that don't worry. You don't have to worry that if a person's a real Talmud Chacham, that they don't have to go ahead and make a public display of the fact that they're a Talmud Chacham. The Torah has a way of pushing it to the forefront, and it'll just become known. That's what it means. It says it says that you shouldn't conceal it. Let me rush not quietly. Dibarti did are the words of a Kadosh Did I speak? So the Gemara says, ah, no, hahu biyayim dekawa. Yeah, when there's a public shear, then you teach Torah publicly. But you're not supposed to teach Torah, you know, when it's not public shear time, publicly. V'rav So how did he darshan this chamukhe yirei chayich? Because he didn't hold of what Rebbe was saying. That you're, he said, okay, that it's tzedakim yitzchasalam. But what do we see from here? Akapanam, these stories, amin azifah, they do, talten yaymin. Nizifa is 30 days. You said that Nizifa is 7 days. So the Gemara answers, Nizifa's nasi, shiny, no kasha. When a nasi puts you in, even Nizifa, they don't even know they put you, but when they show voice of displeasure, it's 30 days. Frek the Marsha, bamba kasha over here. I don't understand. What's the makar for Nizifa's ayin yamim? Miriam. Who was Miriam getting Nizifa from? Hagadosh Baruch So if Nizifa's nasi is lamid yayim, so how could how can the Zifa be seven days? And he says that's why the answer is no. That really 
That's why it says Zecher Lodavar. says the Gemara, Zecher Lodavar. We see a Shemitz over here of the concepts in Nazifa, but obviously, oh, Nazifa of a Baruch Hu would be more clever himself, and that's why the Gemara says Zecher Lodavar. Okay, next. Now, we're going we're gonna to shift gears into, and I just mean go faster. Um, same concept. Nazifa, Didan, Kamahava. Okay, so we said that, uh, we said that Arif, right, everything steps down. So in Eretz Yisrael, Nidoy is 30 days, and Zifa Zayin Yamim. In Babel, Nidoy Didan is Kenazifa Shalom, Zayin. So how long is our Nazifa? When Nazifa Didan, Kamahava Chadion, Kihad Shmuel, like we see over here, Bishmuel, Umar Ukva. So Shmuel was the Rosh Hashiva that set this up, Mar Ukva was the Abbezin. Kiabayasvi Garshi Shmaitza. When they were learning together, they would always hang out together, best of friends. One was the Rosh Hashiva, one was the Abbezin. So when Rosh Hashiva was giving Shir, Mar Ukva would, would be next to Shmuel. When they were in court, that was Mar Ukva's territory. So that was Mar Ukva's territory. Shmuel used to sit with him down Amos They would dig a special place for Mar Ukva to sit. When Shmuel was giving shir, with a mat, he would sit there so that he could listen to the shir of, right, the Divrei Torah of Shmuel. Now, so they basically were inseparable. Mar Ukva used to show covet to Shmuel. Shmuel was the Rosh Hashiva. Yes, he was not Bezim, but Shmuel was the Rosh Hashiva. So he would escort Shmuel out of Shpizah, wherever he was staying. Yemechad, Itrid Bedinai, okay, court session went over time. Hava Azul Shmuel Basrei. So Shmuel, right, so Mar Ukva stays late at court. He leaves, he ignores, he forgets about Shmuel. Okay, he was Tarad. He figures maybe Shmuel went home. Shmuel follows behind him, which is, okay, really Shmuel, in this relationship, Shmuel was the more Hashav one. Okay, so Shmuel, Azul Shmuel, Basrei, Kimata Lebese, when he got to his house, Amarle Lenagalach. Okay, again, voicing of displeasure, what he said, was it not clear to you? Didn't you realize I was walking behind you and you kept me waiting? Shmuel says to Mar Ukva, Lishri Limar Betigre, let me go, I'm out. Right, Shmuel says, now, I still have some sort of respect for you, Mar Ukva, okay, so, I'm, but I don't want to spend time with you. Let me go home. Okay, so Yadam Mar Ukva chapt the Dinaka Milsa Bedaite Nang Nazifa Benafshei Chadyom. Okay, so Nazifa one day we see from the story one day. Okay, Mokva chapt the Shmuel wasn't happy. Next story. Hey, so we had a lady Daviyasva Bishvila. She was sitting in the pa- she was sitting in the pathway. Yashav Bishvila Havas Pashtakare. She spread out or she stretched out her legs. Vka Minifei Chushlei. She was sifting barley. Avachalafa Azul Tumer Nabanan Veloi Ichnai Mikame. Okay, she didn't move her legs. She was blocking the path. And there was a certain rabbi coming. Amar, What a chutzpinyak this lady is. She's sitting there, stretching out her feet across the path. So the lady, she was a righteous lady, and she, she wanted to know what to do. Is this, meaning she wanted to know, is this, is this considered nidui? The guy went ahead and basically told me I'm a chutzpinyak. So Amar, did you hear the shamtamipui? Did you hear him actually put you in cherem? Amar, used colloquially, as we said. Amar, lay. So Amar Lahi said to her, Zili Naga Nezivusa Chadyam Ibn Afshach. Okay, so then you weren't, you're, you don't have Nidoi, they're in Babel, you only have Nezifa, right? He showed that he wasn't happy with you, Nezifa in Babel is one day. Right. Zutra Bar Tuvia, Kapasuk Sidra, Kamedra Yehuda. Zutra Bar Tuvia was saying Psukim in front of Yerbi Yehuda, Kimatalai Psukim, he got to the following Pasuk. Ve'ela Divrei David Ha'achrain. These were the words, the later words of David. Amar lay. So Zutra said to Rabbi Yehuda, Achrayim, he called the Ikri, Rishayim, Rishayim, Ayninu. Now, it's important to understand, David said a lot of things, but when we say Divrei David, Divrei refers to Nevoah. We don't have a lot of Nevoah from David. So he's asking me, he's saying, these are the Divrei David, this is the second, the later Nevoah of David. What is the original Nevoah? I don't know what original, I don't, I'm, I'm not aware of an original Nevoah. Can you please tell me 
What are the Rishayim? What are the different uh, Rishayim? Who shot the Kribu that was Pai Belamar Abelay Midi? He didn't say anything, meaning he didn't know. Hadar Amarle, so what did he do? What did Zutra go ahead and do? And he asked the question again. What are these Rishonim? What's the first Nebuah of David? Rabbi Yehuda said, what are you driving me crazy for? You want to say that the qualifications to be a Talmud Chacham to treat me with respect is that I have to be able to answer this question? I don't know how to answer this question, but it doesn't mean anything. Stop bothering, stop driving me crazy. Okay, so again, Zutra realized that he was not in, in, in Yehuda's good graces and he did a Zifa Chadyama. That's the third Instance of where we're showing the Ziva Chadyama. Now, now, of course, we're, because Uda Asen Allah, now Miha, okay, well, now that we're on the topic of Divrei David, which was the second Divrei what is the Divrei Divrei of David? Okay, the first ones. So the Pasuk says, it's recorded, that David said the following Shira when he was saved. From his enemies and from Shaul. I'm not called David. David, Shira Ata Aimer, you're saying Shira, I'm a Palasa Shal Shaul on the, the downfall of Shaul. El Maliata Shaul who David. If you didn't, if he if Il Male Ata Shaul, if you would have Shaul's mazel, the who David, and he would have yours, Ibad to come a David me panak. Understand this. The reason why he fell and you rose, what had to do with your mazalas? But out the uh, the quality of character. Shaul was on a much higher level than you. So why are you celebrating his downfall? It just it was luck that it's dumb luck that you happen to be in a better position than him. Okay, What does the pasuk say? The David realizes error. She on the David an error. The David Asher Shar La Hashem Al Kush that he sung to Hashem and he realized that he did something wrong. Al Kush Ben Yimini right in regards to who's Kush Ben Yimini Chikush Shemay that's Shaul Chikush Shemay Balo Shaul What are you talking about? The same Kush the same Shaul Elama Kushi. What does it mean? Kushi, kush means kushi. Mishuna ba'oyroi. He looks different. His skin doesn't look the same. Afshol mishuna ba'maisav. That is maisim. Were now these all these instances that we're going to have kushi here means extraordinary. That his maisim were exemplary. They were extraordinary, out of this world. Okay, so we're going to use shuf, kushi in that lashon. Now Similarly, we see the use of the lashon kushi. Aldeisa isha kushis asher lokach moisha took a kushis wife. The kushis shma alot siparishma. Her name was sipara. Okay, she was extraordinary in her her. Now this is talking about What do you mean? We're referring to Kal Yisrael. So Ela Makushi refers to Kal Yisrael's Midas as far as the fact that they are great. Ela Makushi Mishnah Ba'arath Yisrael Mishnah Ba'arath Nikola Umais that they they are Nate right that this is what we're saying is that we have the Mitzvahs we have Torah Mitzvahs we're on a much higher level than all the nations. Amar Shmuel Menachmeni Amar Yonison My Dechsev Okay now let's go so that was one pasuk but now we're going to try to deal with the rest of the pasukim Divrei David Rishonim quickly Amar Yonison Okay so what are the other Divrei uh, Divrei David Sorry I think these are the Divrei David Achroinim. The later ones. This is in Shmuel Beis Chav Gimel, and the Rishonim were in uh, Beis Chav Beis. So, what are these Divrei David Achreinim? I dechsev Noam David Ben Yishai and Uma Geber Hukam All Noam David Ben Yishai. The words right, true. David Ben Yishai says Shehekim Ula Shel Tshuva that he upheld the concept of Tshuva. Amar Lekay Yisrael. Okay, so now what did Hashem say? Lead Diber Tzur Yisrael. The Tzur Yisrael, I guess, refers to another midah of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Tzur Yisrael normally we say is the rock of Yisrael refers to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But Hakadosh Baruch Hu is saying that the Tzur Yisrael spoke to me. Moshe ba Adam Tzadik. Moshe Yerasa Lekim. Micah Amar. What is this saying? Amar Avoh Achikamar. Amar Lekay Yisrael. 
So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Lidi ber Tzor Yisrael. The Tzor Yisrael said, Ani Moshel Ba'adam. I, Tzor Yisrael, am in charge of people. Me, Dab HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I guess. Me, Moshel be. Who is going to rule me? And this is the important part. Tzadik. Shani Geyser. This is the concept of saying that a tzaddik has the ability to rule over the Tzor Yisrael. That he has the ability to be mavatel, that a tzaddik with his tzilas, because he's a tzaddik, he has his chusim, can be mavatel, the gezeris rois of a Kaddish Baruch. So again, these are all words of 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 David Achrenim, the words of Nebuah. So these are, these are the names we have to Understand what this means. My kamar. What does this mean? He was sitting bashevas. That this is the greatness of David. The greatness of David was that he would sit bashevas. What does that mean? When he was sitting in yeshiva, he wouldn't sit on pillows and soft things. He would sit on the floor. As long as his rebbe Ira Hayari Kayam was around, have a His rebbe did teach with Karmaksasas. Kinach So now Masni David Rabbanon. David went ahead and assumed the role of teaching Torah. The have would sit on the ground. So they said to David Amelch, David, go sit on pillows and blankets. Like He did not. He refused to go ahead and accept this. He said, I'm sitting on the ground. Okay, I'm not going to be sitting in a position of comfort to teach Torah. So what does that mean? That's the next word in the Pesach. Since you lowered yourself, right? You put yourself in a matzah. You weren't raising yourself up and sitting in the, in the comforts. You're going to be like me. That we're going to see that you're going to have certain powers. Again, we see that for certain schusim, and so we're attaching the two, that just like we said before, that... Uh, that what we're saying is David had that same power that he was able to be, that he was able, that he was able, that he was able to be mevatol, the gzeris of a Kaddish Baruch Now, Rosh HaShalishim, okay, now, again, further in, the next is the next in the Pasuk, Rosh HaShalishim, what is that referring to? That HaKadosh Baruch to David, he's going to be Rosh HaShalishim, Rosh HaShalishim, you're going to be on top, you're going to be a Rosh, you're going to be the head of the three of us. Who, Adenu HaAtsani, what does that mean? That he, he's called, David is called Adenu HaTzani. What does that mean? Okay, he would bend himself like a worm, was flexible, so he was able to display flexibility in his learning, but strength and inflexibility in Ke'esh, strong, okay, solid like an Eitz, when he went to Mochama. Okay, what is this referring to? For the 800 corpses. Okay, that he was able, one time he threw a arrow, David was able to throw an arrow. Uh, he was able to kill 800 people. And David was very distressed about the fact of the missing 200. What are you talking about? The Pasuk says, it right, in, in, right before the Teichacha, it, it talks about the, the, the strengths. When Klai Yisrael does the right thing, we do all that, guess what's going to happen? Echad, and what are the, you know what the nations are going to say? Echad Yirdav, Echad Elef. Okay, how could it be that one can chase a thousand? So you want to know what does it mean when Akash Baruch is happy with you? When you're in a good place, where you can go ahead and kill a thousand people with one person can kill a thousand people. And he was only able to kill 800. So David was upset about the other 200. Hey, I thought I was in a good place. What about the other 200? So, Sorry, because of Uriachiti, we, we knocked off 20% and you were only to able to be 80% effective. And you could only kill with one hates 800 people and not the full thousand. That is the kiyum of that pasuk. Stop here. Or, or that was the sin of Uriah, Uriah Bathsheba. Yeah, so that was the Avera of that. Okay, I'll send out the...
It's a little too late. As fast as I tried to go, it's a little too late. I'll send out the review. I'll get the...